Welcome to episode 15 of Just Lying Around, a Detroit Lions podcast presented by the world of football. I'm your host, Kyle Sutherland. I am joined by my co-host and brother-in-law, Adam Snow. And uh, just want to fill you guys in. Uh, Lions did win this week, but I was at Ford Field at a concert watching the Lions game on my phone. <laughs> so it's kind of a weird uh, situation there, but... It's a true, true fan the right there watching the game uh, wherever you can. Yeah, they even had it on the screens on the uh, concession stands area. But hmm. everyone was cheering when they won. But uh, heck yeah, yeah. Adam, how are you doing today? I am doing great. Not as great as you. Uh, you had a wonderful night at the Metallica concert uh, at Ford Field. Uh, you got a Lions victory. You got to slap hands with the lead singer of Metallica, who yep. also got like this close to Dan Campbell's office. So like you vicariously, like we're this close to Dan Campbell yesterday. I'm just saying, just go throw it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All in all, good day. Yeah. I'm, uh, glad. I'm yeah. glad. What time did you get home last night? Uh, well, uh, around one it would have been later, but, uh, we saw a monster deer on the highway and we almost hit it. So that was, uh, Quite the shocking development there. Okay. <laughs> Thank God we didn't. Oh yeah, glad yeah, you came back in one piece. Yeah. Right. And then and you uh, said you proceeded, watched uh, you watched the Lions game like right after that. Yep. Proceeded to stay up and watch the Lions game until about uh, three o'clock in the morning. So yeah. Dang. Hey, that's ded- that's dedication. <laughs> that's what we expect here on just lying around. Uh, well, they they showed up, so I you know I had to show up and just I had to watch the game. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, you should center your camera a little more. You're like drifting off to the side there, my friend. This way. Yeah, or scoot scoot to your left. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Just to get a little center All of right, the let's, frame. Let's get on with the show here. On today's show, we're gonna go over the Lions Week Ten. Went over the Los Angeles Chargers. Look at it, their Week 11 game against the Bears. But first, we want to thank you for checking out our podcast, whether that's on the YouTube channel on or on your podcast platform of choice. You can find the world of football and its many offerings on multiple social media platforms. Just check down in the descriptions. Uh, we also have timestamps in the description if you would like to jump around to the topics that we discuss as well. And now let's get on to this one against the Chargers. So we had a offensive battle here. Uh, I don't think defenses really showed up today, but a win no. is a win. <laughs> we had the uh, Lions 41, Chargers 38. Um, let's just go through some stats real quick, and we'll talk about what we saw here. Uh, mm-hmm. Lions, uh, Jared Goff, 23 of 33 for... 333 yards, two touchdowns. Amon Ross St. Brown had a stellar day, eight receptions, two carries for a total of 165 yards, one touchdown. David Montgomery showing up after his uh, rib injury at a beautiful day here. Uh, 12 carries for 116 yards and one touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, um, Looking like he's going to be the next all-star here. 
14 carries, uh, three receptions for a total of 112 total yards, uh, two touchdowns. Uh, on the Chargers side, we had Justin Herbert, uh, 27 of 40 for 323 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Austin Eckler, uh, 19 carries, four receptions for 115 total yards, one touchdown. Keenan Allen, um, 11 receptions for 175 yards, two touchdowns. And their uh, rookie wide receiver they picked up, Quentin Johnston, had four receptions for 34 yards and one touchdown. And for total yards, lines 533, Chargers 421. And time of possession, uh, pretty close here. Lions, 30 minutes, 34 seconds, and Chargers, 29 minutes and 26 seconds. So, as you can tell, this was an offensive battle down to the wire. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I got to say real quick, when you got a uh, duo like Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen, um, kind of like watching the game, kind of remind me of like a Stafford to uh, – Calvin Johnson sort of thing. Like, no matter what the uh, Lions did, like, if Justin Herbert's going to throw it downfield to Keenan Allen, he's just going to catch it. So, yeah. Uh, they, I'm not going to harp on Aaron Glenn too much, but it's no. one of those things where maybe you could double cover him, triple cover him, but in the end, what are you going to do? <laughs> Uh, I would say you would stop them. That's, in the end, that's the objective, and they couldn't do it. Uh, well, it was a very yeah. – I don't know what happened between the first half, second half, where they couldn't lock him down. I felt like they had a, a better control of things in the first half. Look, Herbert's going to get his, and a uh, talent like Keenan Allen, and the season he's had, of course, yeah, he's going to get a couple. But it just felt like every time you're like, this is where you got to make that stop, they couldn't do it on defense. But, look, we're going to talk about our offense first. Let's talk about our offense. Look, Jared Goff balled out. Jameer Gibbs showed up. Uh, Montgomery showed up. You know, Laporta was big when we needed him. Everybody kind of made a crucial play when we needed it on offense, and that's something that, you know, was refreshing to see. And sure, you know, going for it on fourth down a few times, the, you know, everybody's using the term ballsy Dan Campbell. I, I mean, Got to give it to him. There was a lot of gutsy calls, and the offense was able to, you know, that fourth and, what was it, fourth and five, and they run a, uh, I formation like right up the middle. All right, like <laughs> yep. did you you didn't get fancy with it, which we've criticized them for. Like they got too cute, and here they didn't get too cute. They they just lined up and said we are going to punch you in the teeth. They converted four out of five fourth downs during the game, so that that's the Lions mentality. And to see that on display here was absolutely great. Um, we'll get to the defense, and I got a little more you know, criticism that sounds like you do, but uh, let's give credit where credit's due though. And a win's a win. And in this league, that is really difficult to do. Um, and I think the lions, you know, despite getting into a shootout, you got to try to win those. This was like that Seattle game where they couldn't pull it out in overtime. And this is another one of those coin flip games where look, that they, they happened to get the ball back with three minutes left. And I was, as soon as that happened, I was like, wow, that's the undoing of the chargers because you're giving Detroit too much time to milk it, score a field goal, and call game. And that's exactly what happened. 
Yeah. Speaking of like the fourth down conversions, the only thing that worried me is the uh, four four conversion successful conversions of thirteen on third down attempts. So <clears throat> something wasn't clicking on those third downs. Um, which, yeah. If you want to get into the playoffs, we need to kind of fix that. Um, yeah. But on a, a good concerned. note, Montgomery is back. So Montgomery and Gibbs total for that game, 200 total yards on the ground. So, I mean, if they can keep this up, one-two punch, um, you're, you're just going to cause problems for the opposing team's defense. Like, you're going to wear them out real quick. And, and uh, once I they think... start crowding the box, uh, he's just going to throw over over them to, like, an open uh, St. Brown, Laporta, even Brock Wright. Yeah. Like, you got a lot of good things from this running team. So, hopefully they can stay healthy and just continue that Thunder Lightning kind of deal they got going on there. Yeah, and what's cool is they are both Thunder and they are both Lightning. Like, uh, who? if you would have guessed, if I would have told you before you got to watch the game somebody had a 75-yard run, would you have guessed it was Montgomery? No, you would have guessed it was going to be Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Uh, and it was Montgomery. Montgomery was a fantastic run. Great blocking downfield, by the way, um, by Jamison Williams getting in there. Jamison Williams, I mean, got he had a catch early on. I'm not sure what his stat line ended up being. I think he only got like one catch during the game. But he blocked when he needed to. He, he was you know crucial on that play. So whatever. That, that is what it is. But I think it's cool that the Lions, and I, I've kind of said this before, I feel like, We've kind of theorized that this is what uh, Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes envisioned was Montgomery and Gibbs. Like you would think, oh, Montgomery's the running north and south. Gibbs is the east and west guy. They they can interchange these two at will, and that's the scary part. That you see Gibbs and you're like, I don't know if he's running north or south. I don't know if he's running east or west. Same with Montgomery. And look where that Lions rushing attack got him. And having one of the best offensive lines in football, and let's not give them, you know, short change nothing. That offensive line is a top two two offensive line in this league, maybe behind Philadelphia. Yeah. You could probably make an argument that they're better than Philadelphia, but for argument's sake, let's just say they're you know number two. They're the number two best offensive line, and to open up holes like they did, and even if they don't get a hole, these running backs have got decent vision. As long as like a, a guy's not coming around the edge and not you know making a big play. And as much as we talked about Max Crosby last week, you know who we didn't talk about this week? I think I literally did not hear at all during the game is Joey Bosa. Yep. Didn't hear him at all. So that offensive line. He only line, had one tackle. They, okay, so they, they, they I don't know tackle. if they learned from last week with Max Crosby and addressed that, or, um, you know, I think maybe Aaron Glenn focused on that and uh, didn't pay attention to some back end. Uh, uh, things he could have worked on because that's where we got burned. Yeah, yeah. Joey Bosa had one tackle. Even Asante Samuel, which sure they they were hyping up too. He only had one tackle or tackle, but uh, Cleo Mack had four tackles, which that's a like a dynamic duo or uh, team right there. So even holding them to six tackles total for those three guys. Yeah, that's pretty good on their part. Yeah. And did Goff, oh, yeah. did Goff take a sack? Nope. I don't no think Goff sacks took a sack. by either team, which we'll talk about the defense. Uh, yeah. When we I get feel there. like that's a big one this week. So, uh, All right, what's yeah. next? Where you want to go? Uh, um, yeah, just O line being healthy. Everyone was there. 
Jared Goff looked really, really relaxed, uh, had time to throw. Wasn't, I don't know, wasn't sacked. I don't know if he was hurried a bunch, but yeah, just having Jared Goff looking relaxed at making those deep shots like he did, um, that also helps a lot. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's move on to the defense. Uh, like yeah, I said, story. was the defense bad or is it just the Justin Herbert to Allen connection? Um, I, you know, I, I want to go like 60%. It's Justin Herbert and Allen, but yeah, I'll throw it in there that um, was it a fourth down play. They had Alex Anzalone covering Keenan Allen. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> Which, yeah. Why, why the heck would you do that? Um, I, I don't know if that's broken coverage, if that's design, if Anzalone saw something that somebody missed. I don't know. All I know is that they didn't scheme for these two guys who, when you already schemed, and they did a very good job scheming against a Devontae Adams in the previous game. Uh, granted, that was a uh, maybe not as well-coached Raiders team at the time, but this this Chargers team is no slouch. And I figured, and we kind of figured going in, hey, they're 4-4, four and four, but they – they got weapons, and Keenan Allen's a monster. And I don't know what it is, but it just seemed like he would always get that cushion. You always complain about the cushion, and I felt like they kept giving it to him. Like they're like, you're not gonna throw it too far over the top. But then, you know, guys would play too far down, and it's like nothing but green grass behind him. And there was one play in particular they pointed out, like, look, he could have gone all the way. Uh, which again, so the Lions getting lucky again that didn't get burned on like a seventy yard touchdown. But still, oh, yeah. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen's just you know, got great presence when, you know, finding an open space, and he's just got great hands. He gets his hands on the ball. You know, I don't think I've ever seen him drop. I mean, granted, I don't watch a lot of Chargers games, but I can't think of like in this game especially, like just drops. If the ball's thrown to him, he's going to catch it, and he's had eleven of them. And how tough is that dude for leaving the game twice to go to like the medical tent and the locker room? and come back out and finish that game like unbelievable. Yeah, he was he averaged 15.9 yards a catch. Um but the thing I want to throw in there uh as far as like team stats, the Lions only allowed the uh, Chargers 98 yards of rushing. So they kind of stopped Austin Eckler. I don't know if that was their like game plan. We need to stop Austin Eckler. We'll let them march down the field and hopefully stop them in the red zone which um, by the score didn't really happen. So that might have been their game plan. Maybe. But, but just... I just – I mean, if that is, then that's – it didn't work because at the end of the day, that's five right. – dri- they had five drives. Five drives to end the game that were just touchdowns for the Chargers. Granted, their defense couldn't stop ours either, but it was just an absolute clinic that Justin Herbert was you know slicing and dicing that defense. And give credit where it's due. He's great. He's a top five or six quarterback in the league. Keenan Allen's a top five or six wide receiver in the league. So, like you like you said up top, like he's he's tough to stop. That's a combination, like a Calvin Matthew Stafford. That's really tough to beat. But when you know they had other guys step up too. That's my other problem is it wasn't just Keenan Allen. Uh, they had that rookie or the I don't know if he was a rookie or like a newer player who got his first touchdown during the game too. Oh, Clinton um, Johnston. Maybe Johnson. Uh, it might have been another guy. I can't remember, but like they they all got open. So I I, I don't know if it's just a it wasn't just a Keenan Allen thing. It was just a, a lack of I think 
maybe not pressing guys enough. I think they uh, might have just given too much space. That's another team where, like I said, like Seahawks, uh, Tampa, Chargers, you know, you cannot give those teams with these speedy receivers that kind of space. And that's the kind of stuff that can burn you. They've gotten lucky in the Tampa game. But look what happened with Seattle, and look, that's kind of what happened in this game. You give them space, and these speedy guys like a Tyler Lockett are going to run it all over you after they get the ball. It's kind of like Amon Ra. Amon Ra, and look at the catch he had. Like, he caught it by the fingertips this far off the ground and scored a touchdown. Like, and how do you stop a speedy guy like that? He was all over the place. What did you say, 160 receiving yards for him? 165 or, uh, receiving yards down. for Amon Ra. Like, yeah, so... These receivers just put on a clinic, and it just shows that both these defense could not play the the tighter tighter coverage you think they'd want to, because they gave them the space, and look what happened. Both teams scored thirty eight points. Yeah, I mean, I want to give a little credit to the Chargers too. If they had a different coach and that bonehead uh, Staley guy, like Going they, there, huh? they'd be a lot better. <laughs> So hey, I questionable mean, decision making. Yeah, he just I heard somebody say like the, just the demeanor between him and Dan Campbell, just that completely opposite of just you watch him on the sideline. Dan Campbell looks like me right now, you know, enthusiastic, wearing the team colors, just getting all into it. You look like Staley, you're just boring AF. Yeah. Uh, just no personality whatsoever. Uh you know, and you probably couldn't coach a football game either to save your life. So I don't, know. I don't think you could either. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I had my boys out there biting off kneecaps. Uh, no yeah. problem. Hey, uh, NFL 2K, whatever, 24. That, that doesn't count. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, whoa. <laughs> I could kick your butt, man. Just let's get yeah, that okay. straight right now. Just like I Good kicked luck. your your rear in fantasy this week, mister. So don't even give me no flack. <clears throat> oh. Uh, yeah, I, uh, well. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Season's over for me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Put a fork in him. He's done. Yep. <clears throat> well, anyways. All right, where else do uh, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, just hopefully next week they can step, step it up here. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of that, let's uh, jump into uh, previewing week 11. The Lions versus the Bears at home. It's at 1 o'clock on Fox. Um, the Bears just got off a Thursday night game uh, against the Panthers. What a freaking beautiful game that was. Uh, Bears, I was going to ask if you watched. No. Bears 16, <laughs> Panthers 13. Uh, improves the Bears record for 3-7. Uh, and seven. Panthers are 1-8. and eight, So it looks like the Bears are going to have the first and second round pick in the draft here. Um, but yeah. Biggest thing for me, um, it probably looks like Justin Fields coming back. So, you know, he's going to be looking to uh, pull out a win for himself. Biggest thing is I would like to see him. The Lions defense lock him down, but I want to see a lot of pressures on him. Let's not just send four people because obviously they're sending four people a lot. They're just not getting home anymore. So we need to add a blitzer or two to make sure we're pressuring him. Get him uncomfortable. Um, I even put down here, 
Um, if Justin Field does decide to run, let's use Jack Campbell as like a heat-seeking missile. <clears throat> just, just follow him. I don't care what anything goes on. Just keep your eyes on Field. If he does take off, just make sure he doesn't go off for like a 10, 15-yard run. See, I, I, I agree that they need to have somebody just watching him, like clearly. But I, I would go with Anzalone. Anzalone has been the heat-seeking missile dude. He's the dude that I see more so than Campbell. And don't get me wrong, Campbell has been great in spots. But Anzalone is all over the field. He's the guy I feel like I would want just shadow fields all game. That's your job. Just do that. Don't let him get, don't let him pull Lamar. You know, we don't need a repeat of that. And that's the only thing that scares me about Justin Fields is that he could play that type of game. Whether or not he's as accurate as Lamar, you know, making those passes like when he gets out of the pocket. And I don't know how great his offensive line would be. I don't think they've been great. They're not uh, so better than the Chargers. The pro- okay, yeah. So he's not going to get the type of protection, theoretically, like uh, other teams have gotten against the Lions, like the Ravens. So I, I feel like this is a game in the Lions' defensive line. My big complaint is they've been getting pressure, but zero results. Uh, I mean, they might still get, like, the hurry, you know, the hurry stat or whatever, but I'm not physically seeing them getting sacks, knocking the ball down, you know. Uh, forcing turnovers as much as you would like. So this is a game where I feel like Hutchinson, get another interception on him. That'd be great. Um, I'd just like to see some more pressure. I'd like to see some sacks. I'd like to see fields go down and regret ever coming back to the field this year. Uh, that And to shut up all the Bears fans we work with because uh, they're annoying as heck. And they're only, what's their record? Three and seven? And they're annoying as heck. They're three and seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many times uh, Hutchinson can do a spin move to try and get to the quarterback. Right. Good like, Lord. He's like a ballet dancer out there. I know Aleem McNeil is kind of coming on this season, but uh, the other side of that uh, defensive line, they they just need to step it up. And if they can't, Haven't heard Kaminsky's then... name. Haven't heard Bugs's name. Haven't heard yeah. um, what's the other guy. Aquara's got in there, but he had a penalty. The other day, like, come on, can we can we not get a roughing the passer call? Like, oh, come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, Charles Harris, Aquara Brothers. Yeah, um, like everybody's been silent, and it, it's been bugging me. Other than, I mean, obviously that Raiders game, they got to him, but that was that's a different O line. But this O line here, they should be able to do that same thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I give a score. I think, do you have a score prediction? Honestly, if they came out and played like they did this week, I'm I'm gonna bet it's like forty eight to twenty. I think I it's gonna be a blowout. I don't I won't go that crazy, but I'm feeling a little more confident against the Bears. I think the Bears will still get theirs. Fields might even pull a Lamar Jackson and you know get one of those sixty yard runs like he did against us last year. But uh well I'm, I'm still thinking he, I could, could see like but... a thirty five seventeen. He could, but he's got no one else. Like DJ Moore, he's not like living up to his standards. And then who we say else that is now, but man, team? he's one guy I'm nervous about because he'll make the play. Uh, he'll make the play. He's like Sutton a Keenan Allen, man. You get Sutton on him. I think he's gonna. What happened during this Charger games? He's not gonna let it happen again. So yeah, well, I'm not we'll too see. About I mean, it. if there's one thing that Detroit has been good at this year. It has been bouncing back from the previous week's mistakes. So I'm hoping 
Aaron Glenn and that defense comes out. They go, look, we got another running quarterback, but we got to tighten up the, the secondary. We're not letting them, you know, th- you know, throw a bunch of slants to DJ Moore for him to make big plays. And, you know, hopefully they can blanket fields enough to contain him. They probably can't stop him every play, but we'll see just how healthy he is. Or is he going to be nervous to even run it? Is he going to try to just stay in the pocket? We'll see. Or is it going to be the yeah. opposite? Is he not going to want to stay in that pocket at all? That's, so we'll have to figure out how that goes. Well, to me, it looks like he's pretty comfortable sitting on that sideline right now. So, <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> but, yeah, if they do if they do uh, contain him, like, don't let it be another. Um, let's see real quick. What was that one game where, oh, Lamar Jackson, where he just. They contained him, but he just had all day to throw. So I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah, like, and, yeah. That, pressure him, pressure, and pressure. Wanna, yeah, and I don't want to Kyler Murray. What just happened yesterday against the the Falcons, where Kyler Murray just off of that injury hasn't played in a while, just comes out and just like running all over him. Well, I couldn't see him in the backfield. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, gosh. Besides, how how fired up is Aiden Hutchinson to go up against uh, the Ohio State uh, guy again? That should be fun. Oh, I will get you started on Michigan. Yeah, well, uh, I'd like to. Uh, you could throw in the quote from uh, Charles Woodson in there. That's how oh. I feel. <laughs> what quote was that? Uh, I'd have to swear, and I can't do that. I mean, you could. I could bleep you out, but. No, you would just look it up. Just post it on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, yeah, Lions-Bears um, at home, 1 o'clock, Fox. Uh, make sure to tune in. Uh, I think it's just going to be a bloodbath. And uh, <laughs> Lions, I think, are going to be, what, 9-2? Nine, nine and two? Or... Well, they seven and two right now. They'll be eight and two. I think the Eagles are going to lose. They're going to be number one in the uh, NFC. Oh yeah! Wow, some bold predictions from Kyle. Save it, save it for the picks video this week, sir. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're going to be popping up on that this week. I'm just warming up. Yeah. Okay. Well, save save some juice for that show. Uh, all right, we wrap it up. Uh, yep, go ahead and close it out. All right, everybody, we appreciate y'all checking our show out. Uh, if you enjoyed listening or watching today's episode, come back for more. We're, we're a fun couple of guys, me more so than him. He, you know, the wet blanket Kyle is. Uh, be sure to check out the World of Football's website, theworldoffootball.com, for news, links, upcoming events, original articles, videos, and more. If you want to get in touch with us, I don't know why you would, but hey, if you so choose. Uh, just email us at info at the world of football.com or you can connect with us by either liking our Facebook account, our X account. We have an Instagram now. All that stuff should be down in the description below. Uh, be sure to check out our flagship podcast that I'm a part of called This Week in the World of Football. We release that every Tuesday. We talk about all the things in the world of football. Like this week, we had Canadian Football League playoffs. So many crazy games in the NFL. Like five games came down to last second field goals. And it, we didn't even give Riley Patterson props for that this week. So good to oh, Riley Patterson yeah. for that. Um, 
And then, uh, so yeah, new episodes of that drop every Tuesday, guys. Uh, so you can find that on the YouTube channel or in your favorite podcast feed. Just go search for the World of Football Kalamazoo. And uh, yeah, again, links down in the description. All right, that's it for us this week. Uh, I'll be a guest ho- or a guest uh, person on their hey, uh, yeah. picks. The weekly picks, come yeah, comes tomorrow. out on uh, Wednesday. We're going to record so, tomorrow. It'll be up Wednesday. Make sure to look out for that. And uh, World of Football, everything related to football, even if it's Canadian Football League. Hey, what's wrong with Canadian uh, Football yeah. League, man? We got the Great Cup is set. Who cares? Uh, anyways. That's it for this week. You can't say that on this <laughs> network, Kyle. I know this is the Lions show, but this is the parent company is the world of football. Come on, dude. Brand. Oh, Stick with it. All Stick about the, the brand. All about I... the lines. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. Tell your family, friends. Uh, <laughs> let's help grow the numbers there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you after. Another Lions victory against the Bears. Hopefully, uh, we won't hurt them too much. So, uh, or maybe we should. Who knows? But yeah, thanks for watching. See you later. Go Lions. <laughs>